Hello and welcome to Saha Mindset by me, psychologist Mamta Saha. It's lovely to have you here. Today my studio is a different setup. I'm not sitting in my cupboard, which is where I usually sit, with duvets all around me for sound quality purposes. I'm actually lying down in a hospital bed, in a private room in a hospital, after having spent the whole day here. And before you start getting worried, everything's fine and I'll be okay. What this opportunity has provided me with is plenty of reflection time away from the busyness of my work and clients and coaching and insight and research and more into my mind and thinking about and reflecting on what I've been noticing lately and what I've been feeling lately. And I think often it's really easy to forget that psychologists, coaches, therapists are actually people themselves who go through a lot of things that they are advising on and as a professional very seldom do I share my history or my experiences because that's not my role and it also is not professional to do so however if I'm ever asked then I do share very openly um, because I actually I think that it can provide some level of relief and also um, reassurance that a client or a coachee or both or even a friend is not alone in feeling and experiencing what they may be if it's challenging. So what is the point in this new podcast you are probably asking? Well, it's a muse of my reflections about friendship. Now, this has been inspired by an amazing woman that I've come across on Instagram, just randomly came across a podcast that she had given an interview for, and this amazing woman is called Dr. Hannah Carell, and she is also known as the No Bull Psych on Instagram, and I'll somehow try and tag her in this podcast in the blurb, yeah, so please do check her out. So Dr. Hannah is based in Australia. She's actually a neuroscientist, neuropsychologist, and has a passion on neuroscience, about neuroscience. Day to day, she runs a clinic and deals with a lot of um, things around ADHD, ADHD and um, behavioral issues and anxiety and various other um, psychological challenges that children and adults are facing. She is also the author of this amazing book that's coming out this month called How to Break Up with Friends. And it was this research that Dr. Hannah had, has been putting out drips off and I literally like her, each of her posts are quenching my thirst, honestly, when it comes to the subject of friendship or friendship. Okay, excuse my French, but that's how she terms it, and I love it. Um, and giving me a lot of food for thought. And I just had so much reflection bubbling away in my head. And I really wanted to get it out live while I had the opportunity away from my home and three kids to be able to share it with you. So, Dr. Hannah has written a book and has done lots of research around how detrimental 
inauthentic and toxic friendships can be to our well-being, our mental well-being. And I think we all need to pay attention to this. No matter how long or strong we think our friendships are and have been and about the quantity of friends that we have around us, right now, and I say this because of what I've personally been through myself during this whole pandemic and COVID situation, it's time to pay attention to the quality of friends that you have around you. Because fundamentally, and this is super important, and I think mildly related to why I'm actually sitting in hospital to, hospital today, but that's just in a whole other podcast. So stay with me if you want to know that. I'm sure I'll share it at some point. Is that the quality of people, friends, so-called friends, that we have in our lives determines the quality of our own health and our own stress levels and experience of life. Now, you may think, well, that's a no-brainer, Mumta, of course, of course. Well, I think it's really easy to forget. And I think Dr. Hannah does an amazing job of reminding us that we need to really pay attention to the kind of treatment and connection or lack of connection that we may feel with those that are closest to ourselves. So I'm going to share with you a few reflections that I've had personally over the last couple of months in relation to friends, perceived close friends of mine. And these are all the These are all the wisdom points and golden nuggets of learning that I have extracted from these situations. And I'd really love to be able to share it with you in the hope that you can be inspired and you can just take the opportunity also to do a bit of a friend's detox, deep clean extraction, whatever you want to call it in your own life. Okay, so I think the first thing that I have really learned is that hope doesn't necessarily um, bring, bring you the friend that you want in the long term, okay? So what I mean by that is I had a friend who I'd known for many, many, many years and I always had the hope that she would be there for me if I ever needed her to be. And I had been there for her a lot in so many ways. And she may have perceived that she was there for me in so many ways. But when it came down to me really needing her, and there were a few crucial points in our friendship where I, li- where I really reached out to her and said, I need you. Things are really rocky and I, I need a f- good friend to talk to And I may not have articulated like that, but I couldn't have made it clearer that I actually needed this friend and would have really valued her support or just a listening ear at that point. Um, I hoped that she would be there. And I somehow um, just somehow I convinced myself of this hope over the 20 years of our friendship. But when it came down to it, unfortunately, she wasn't there. And 
she actually got annoyed with me for having such a pull or needing such a pull on her time <clears throat> and needing such a pull on her energy even though she didn't even know what I was talking about or what I had on my mind I to be honest I'd forgotten by that point because I was quite surprised at her reaction fast forward a country move and a year later which I didn't communicate to her because I was just so broken and I really wanted to I plucked up the courage to be able to have a chat with her and when I shared with her my expectations of friends and just how sad I was that you know when I reached out to her she wasn't there for me um and I just wanted to share it with her she really wouldn't even let me finish what I had to say she responded with saying that she found it all way too stressful and that she probably wasn't going to end up with many friends in her life because of how she is that she for no better reason of just living life in the moment gets busy and then you know somehow forgets or doesn't even think to reach out and say hi and say hello and check in or respond to a call for help from a close friend so the first learning was it's not about hoping that someone will do something for you it's really about the proof being in the pudding and someone not making you feel bad or guilty for really like needing them um which is hard for me to say because i i don't consider myself a needy person you know i'm someone who had to see a psychologist because i had a problem about communicating my problems because i had a be perfect complex so for me like it was a big deal even saying that i needed to have a chat with my friend cuz i just needed her ear really and she was the first person i thought of and she gave me a date that she could talk which was about 2 and 1/2 weeks later at a particular time and for me that just wasn't good enough because i know full well that i'm the kind of friend who would immediately call back that day before the day was out unless literally i was in a plane flying and i couldn't make that call or whatever to say hey what's up this is not like you so yes hope if you are hoping but haven't got the evidence for and it is evidence then stop hoping and start looking at the reality of how much is actually invested in you and how much you actually invest in that friendship um my second learning is that not everybody's values align with yours and that this is a super important one and that's okay because sometimes they might not but here's the here's the the most important part of that it's about communicating values with your friends that may not be aligned and sharing how we feel about that misalignment or lack of alignment or the same it's the same sort of thing i guess now 
Unfortunately, I had a situation, again with someone I've known for like 30 years, a very long time in my life, where my friend had been banking over years and years and years and years all the things that she had perceived that I was doing wrong that crossed her values. And she didn't give me the opportunity to even share my views, my purpose, my intentions behind her perceived um, annoyances. She, I don't even know if that's a word, by the way, but I'm just kind of free-flowing here, as you guys can tell. Stay with it, stay with me, stay with me. Um, She didn't tell me why she was frustrated, so she banked all of these things, and she didn't talk to me about them. Now, here's the thing. Being a psychologist, you kind of like are very in tune with your intuition. And vibes don't lie. And I actually, regardless of whether you're a psychologist, vibes do not lie. And so for years, I did feel like something's not right here. And she would seem really down and drawn and like exhausted when we'd be together. And I would come away from our interactions feeling exactly the same. So I'd come in super happy, super excited and in gratitude really for being in her presence. But I'd come away feeling really off and weird. But I didn't listen to my intuition and neither did I communicate. So communication around values is super important. My value, one of my values is transparency. So I really should have been honest to say, hey, I'm just sensing something's not right. Are you okay? And how this friendship sort of came to a conclusion was that I had a massive, massive inclination, a hunch that something wasn't right. And when the pandemic struck, I was worried about her and she lives in another country but I still was worried about her and her family and she works in the medical field. So I was reaching out to her and saying, how are you? Is everything okay? Are you okay? Genuine care and concern. She just was ghosting me. She wasn't really coming back to me and I just felt like something was not right. And when I pushed and pushed and pushed and said, look, are you okay? Like, what is up with you? I'm sensing something's not right. She gave me a long list in a text message. Yeah, and didn't even honor me with a voice note. In a text message with all the things from years ago that I had done wrong. I couldn't have been more disappointed with her lack of communication. And it took me months to really get my head around all her accusations and assumptions and wrong judgments of me and the way that she was looking at things. Um, But I did. And the conclusion that I formed is this, that we need to surround ourselves with people who have the courage to speak up when things don't feel right. And that's one of the biggest learnings that I got for myself. No judgment on her, but that's what I got for myself. 
And as a result of this blessing, and I do see it as a blessing, I reached out to a few people who I hold dear to my heart, who had, I felt, crossed my boundaries. And the first situation being one of those people. So that was one out of three conversations. I shared openly and honestly how I felt. And I'm happy to say that two two out of those three conversations were very positive. And I'm so grateful to to those souls who heard me out. And it must have been hard because it's... I find it personally difficult to hear things and hear this feedback, but they were true friends. And Dr. Hannah says that when we have people in our lives that we perceive to be friends, but that the vibe isn't right or something's off, this confuses our brain. This releases cortisol because at a very subconscious level, we feel threatened. And that explains the kick in my stomach feeling that I now have and that I had when I talk about these friends, which I don't do at all. This is probably the most open I've ever been. So thank you for holding space for me and listening. I really hope that you're getting something from this too. I just think it's so important for us to talk about this and Dr. Hannah brings it to life in her posts and her book. So please, if there's any book you're going to get this month, it needs to be How to Break Up with Friends. Now, technically, I wouldn't say that I've broken up with my friends. There's two friends that I mentioned to you that extracted so much learning, so much insight for me. You know what I've done is I've just... I've just put their value and the perspective, my perspective of their place in my life, I have, I have put it in a different space. I, have, I see it in a different way. I hold it with so much less weight. And forgive me if my English isn't on par today. I'm like full of pain relief. So that's why I'm kind of in a flow probably, but not speaking as articulately as I could be so forgive me but in essence you know I know their place in my life and I know their value in my life what I'm not saying here is they're not valuable to me because of course I rocked up to those friendships with everything with whole heart and authenticity and therefore I will always cherish the happy times the happy moments and um, but at the same time I know very well now that I, I have I have really significantly lowered my expectations of those friendships to the point where it's literally in a grain of sand in a desert and that for me provides a lot of relief mentally because I no longer have these expectations that they clearly cannot fulfill and I use my values as a pillar for um, what I deem to be important in friendship and hey guys there is light at the end of the tunnel and there is always a pot of gold 
And as they say, from darkness comes light. Okay, this is going to be the last analogy that I share with you, promise. And I think as a result of this weeding out, social weeding, I am now reconnected to my dearest, two dearest old university friends that I hadn't spoken to or was connected to just because of life and the busyness since like literally 15 years and we have reconnected and the learning there and this will be the last learning that I share with you is that when you do the work and have those difficult conversations and those difficult reflections and those difficult conversations with yourself looking in the mirror and looking at your mistakes and where you went wrong and forgiving yourself for all that you gave and didn't get back and all of that narrative that you need to work, do the work on, things come good. And what happens is the space is created in your life to bring in something better. Something that meets you exactly where you are and something that mirrors your values and the essence of you. And those are the friendships you deserve, my friend. I really hope that you've listened and absorbed and learned something in this podcast. I'd like to thank you for listening thus far. This has been really raw for me to share, but... I feel happy that I have, have because even if there's one thing that you take from this that helps you, then my work is done. Thank you, Dr. Hannah Carell, for being such an inspiring psychologist and doing the work that you have done. Your work has provided me with the confidence to be able to say yeah out loud this is something we need to look at and work on and there's no shame in it so thank you Dr. Hannah once again Dr. Hannah's book is how to break up with friends please look it up please pre-order she has self-published and this is going to be one New York Times bestseller I know it And Hannah, I'm really looking forward to speaking to you in a few weeks. So guys, watch out for my podcast with Dr. Hannah Carell. Be safe, be happy, and most importantly, be in friendships and relationships where you're given the love, the value, the authenticity and honesty and energy that you give to others.